you miss a good two seconds, people. A good two seconds. Solid two seconds. Um, if I sound robotic-y, just call me Desi the Robot Robinson. That was just bland as fuck. I might keep that pause. We it's another Denny episode. Me and Benny, Christian is out on the field, doing some work for his job. In all adult like. Yep, working that. Well, he's probably not gonna get overtime, which sucks. Um, yeah, we know you're supposed to be clocking out, but um, we need you to do this job. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. To which I know all about. Please and thank you. Um, no Jason, no Oz. So it's just us. The uh, I'm. I wish we were on YouTube so I can see so people can see me do the air quotes. Like the adults are on today. The old ones. The old, the old ones. Where we talk about what was good in, in our day. Back, back in my day. But on, as always, you can listen to us here on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher. I'm coming for you. I told you my password. You're acting like Steam right now. Like, literally, you acting like Steam. If y'all don't know what I'm talking about, you log on to your Steam account, and you've been, like, playing for, like, four hours, and you log off so you can go, like, use the bathroom or eat, and then you go back to log on, and they act like they don't know you. That type of mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. At least with Steam, they want you to do like two authentication to be like, are you who you are, who you say you are? With Stitcher, we have a problem. All right, we're trying to. Yeah, I've been thinking of pre uh, downloading Spotify and getting rid of Stitcher because it's, um, for being a podcast platform, Mm -hmm. they really suck. Like, <laughs> there's no like easy back button. If like, there's a there's a skip episode button, but you can't like go back. So if you actually like skip it, mm-hmm. and you can't even like swipe. Like at least with Spotify, you know you could swipe. Yeah. So, let me just fucking re-download it. Yeah, I haven't been having no problems with Spotify the last few. Well, only when artists like I get it where artists want their money or they want uh, whatever, I guess, what an artist wants by this point. Like, there's always something different. When they take their music off Spotify and it's like, you got a playlist going and all of a sudden you go to your playlist and that song is gone. It's like, or the the catalog of that artist that you love so much is gone. It's like, fuck. Like, I get it. I'm not going to Apple. I'm sorry. I don't pay for Spotify because I just used it for podcasts because I would just play um, mostly like shit from, you know, like Amazon Music or mm-hmm. even just fucking YouTube. Um, um, I, pay but, for, I pay for premium because I get free shit. Yeah. Free Hulu. I mean, come on. That you can't beat that with Spotify Premium. Like free Hulu. Come on. Listen. And then there is that. And then I remember they gave me 
I never use that Google Chrome shit, that little that little round thing. I got that for free for just being on Spotify Premium. Like, okay, I'm not gonna turn my home into a smart home. So like, I actually have a real home, not renting renting mines. Like, nah, I'm not gonna do none of that stuff. I think I gave it away. I don't know to who. Eh. Like, Christian got Google uh, Fiber, not Google Fiber, um, some fiber, internet fiber. And I was thinking about getting it for, um, for the house, for my house. And then I remember, once again, I'm renting. I don't want to get good. I'm robotic right now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, I'm back. Um, hold on. There we go. No, wait, no, yeah, uh, wait, no. Oh, 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 okay, I'm here. Um, I don't want to give good internet for this house and, like, on the all chance we have to move. This whoever got this fucking house has good internet, and we like back up Shit's Creek. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fuck. That makes it. sense. Like, fuck this house. Sense. You're not getting good internet. So future residents of this place, you listen to this podcast in the future, just know you 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 lost out on some good internet. And wherever I'm at in the future, I have the best. Ah, that was oh, that's a good one. one for the vision board. Yeah, that's a good five minutes of rambling. Today's topics, it's going to be random. You know, if you listen to past episodes with just me and Benny, we just talk about random shit. Because we're like, we're, we're the, we don't give a fuck right now. Train. Yeah. Like, everything is shit. We keep on going back to the old stuff. Like, me talking about Dragon Age for, like, the upteenth time. So it's comfort. It's very comfort. But now I'm done talking about Dragon Age because I don't know what the fuck is going on with Bioware no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I like I can't trust that company no more. Like, you're making bad... Like, them selling themselves to EA. Very poor choices. Like, you couldn't hold on a little bit longer on your own? I mean... I kind of understand. I also don't. But, like, it's also hindsight of, like, when they were purchased, it wasn't quite at the time where EA was, like, buying shit and then, like, torching it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, like, the dumbest thing is that Microsoft didn't buy them because up until then, uh, I do believe, if I'm remembering correctly, all of Bioware's stuff before, like, not like PC stuff, but like console stuff was strictly Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm assuming it was some special deal they had, but like... I think Microsoft fucked up not snatching them up. Because, like, Bioware is the reason why I bought an Xbox, so I can play Mass Effect and Dragon Age. Like, it wasn't EA or Microsoft. It was like, oh, this looks like a very good game. I want to play it. Oh, I need an Xbox? I have an extra $300 at the time. (laughs) I got a fucking 360. And I was like, that was the reason. But now, you got to give me a reason to purchase your shit. So I'm going to do something that I've actually been putting into practice for the last year. <laughs> I'm not looking at any reviews. I'm just going to 
look at gameplay videos, go back to watching people on Twitch. If the game looks good and I don't hear nobody complaining about it on their live streams, I'll buy it. Other than that, yeah, I'm not looking at reviews because I trust our reviews when we do them and like maybe three people when they do game reviews. Like they're actually telling the truth about these games. Like game ranks, I trust them because they legit like I like their before you buy videos. Mm-hmm. Like they legit tell you what's wrong with these games and like if you especially when they do videos on roguelike games like um, Sifu or Returnal if you're playing on next gen they let you know this game is hard so like if you can't if you don't like games like this don't buy it they let they legit tell you this and I like reviewers when they be open and honest or Adam Sessler who is still on X-Play very brutally fucking honest and he'll let you know straight up so I like reviewers who they they legit tell you like what's wrong with the game and not being no offense kind of funny or IGN but I kind of get kind of sus when you get free shit right around the time your reviews come out I'm like mm-hmm yeah I, I didn't hear you say this is a review copy but I hear everyone else say this is a review copy but not you I'm sorry I'll watch your other content but not your reviews. So I I just I rather like we all don't have money, and I think it took G four to realize like oh we we're hanging on a thread so we need to do something that no other people would do appeal to the consumer who ain't got shit even though it looks like they got shit so fucking yeah um, I just haven't been keeping up with really any video game news for the past two years well three years good thing you're here today because i'm here with your video game news and now i don't have the blurred box and it would have been perfect i had the news um the news reel on this <laughs> one but yeah um as you probably but you don't as <laughs> <laughs> um, you're probably having heard square enix sold off Idols, Montreal, Idol Software, pretty much all their Western video game studios that have made the Tomb Raider remake, Hitman, Marvel's Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy. They sold them off. Really? Yep. Saying they were what? They were saying they were not making them any money. I find that hard to believe. And there's also reports that the same reporter who reported on, um, I want to think it was um, Jason Schreier, who reported on that Square Enix was selling off um, those studios to Embracer Studios, Sony might end up be buying Square Enix. Huh. That's the that's the rumor. But hearing that Avengers was not well received, it's more of mixed. You still have your diehard fans, and then you have people like me who hate games as a service. It works. Mm-hmm. It works for Apex Legends. It works for Fortnite. It don't work for Marvel superheroes. Like it don't. And hearing the reviews from that Spider-Man DLC, like 
it's trash. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can see that not making no money. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. It's on par. Story-wise, gameplay-wise, on par with Marvel Spider-Man. Even though they're made from two different companies. Like, it's that good. that game. I think... No, it's not on Game Pass. I was going to say, I think it's on... Wait, no. Yeah, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy is on Game Pass. Yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to sign up for something like that. But, um... The the game is really as fun. Um... Take your preconceived notions of this version of the Guardians of the Galaxy. This is the video games version, not the movie version. But there are tons of Easter eggs from the video game, from the comics, if you know them, um, in the story, sprinkled out throughout the story overall. And that game looks fucking beautiful. Like their interpretation of how it gave me so much. Like, what I wish Andromeda was when you are out in space in the Milano, but, like, like I wish Andromeda, like, like the way how they show their interpretation of, like, oh, my God, what the fuck is that name? That, uh, that Celestial that they, um, Nowhere. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. Their version of Nowhere and the galaxy that's, like, there's an observation deck on nowhere that you you can as the player you can go on and you just can look out on the infinite of the infinite look of space and that shit looks beautiful. Even on the PS4 that I was playing it on my brother's version on the PS4, overclocking as hard as fuck because that PS4 was running like a jet engine, but still it looked fucking amazing. Wow. Okay. I recommend it. Like and. I feel Idols did very well on Guardians of the Galaxy and Tomb Raider. It said Western games not selling as much hype. Everybody's been put boosting up those two, those three Tomb Raider games and Hitman games. They say they're not selling. That's some bullshit. Yeah, because I mean, it just seems to be like a lie if you make three Tomb Raider games to say they're like not making money. Um, oh, excuse me. Um, yeah, mm, ooh, ooh, let me get some tissue for that bullshit. Mm. But, like, I can understand if maybe, like, the third game didn't sell as well because, I mean, I bought that one and I personally was not, like, super unhappy mm-hmm. with it, but it also wasn't the best of those ones, in my personal opinion. But, like, overall, I still think those games sold really fucking well. Because why the hell would you commit to making three of them if they weren't making you money? But, um, whatever. Whatever corporate bullshit they want to spew. Because nobody ever really wants to tell the truth anymore. They just want to hide behind corporate speak. And it's very interesting for Eidos, Montreal, because I think they're the ones who's handling Tomb Raider. But... It's like they announced about like two, three weeks ago that they're going to be making another um, another Tomb Raider game. But I'm like, as soon as, soon as they said that, literally, literally uh, Friday of last week, Square Enix said they they sold the company. So it's like, are they still going to like? I don't know that we we both don't know the logistical shit of like, are they still going to be able to make the game if they've been sold off? To? 
So it's so funny that you bring that up because I was just going to mention um, this was like, I don't know, a few weeks back, maybe a month, however long. Anyway, um, <laughs> H, uh, H Bomber Guy on uh, YouTube. I think I was talking to Christian about this, but anyway, um, he did like a three and a half hour video about uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution. And he had a whole section talking about um, that first game um, and how like, or I guess the remake, whatever. Anyway, um, and so how they were making it, and then it was right as they were making it, Square Enix bought them as a as a company, and so then they're you know just like still like making this game, being like, are we still making this game? Like we're we're being purchased by another company right now. <laughs> like is this gonna go through? And it's just it's fucking funny. Um, it's a great video, and if you have three and a half hours to kill, highly recommend it to anybody. Um, and, um, yeah, apparently it takes, uh, a lot of signatures and sign-offs to have a dumb in-game joke about, like, Final Fantasy XLV or whatever it was. It was some dumb in-game poster they had in the wall just for shits and giggles. They were like, oh, this will be a funny joke since they're buying us. And they literally had to go all the way to the top of the Square Enix company to get permission for a fucking poster that 95% of the people playing the game missed. Wow. And this is in the first Deus Ex game. Yes. Yeah, I pro- he remember, yeah, I probably missed it too. Because I cause remember I famously said last episode, I got tired of fucking stealth and I just started running and gunning through the whole fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you should definitely check that video out. It is, it's fucking funny. I mean, H-Bomber guy is always funny. He's just got that weird, weird sense of humor. I appreciate it so much. Uh, drop the link in the uh, in the chat for me. Oh yeah, because I I've been binging through Critical Role. I'm already on episode sixteen. I have to literally turn around to look at my screen. I'm on episode sixteen of Campaign Two. I cannot get into Critical Role. <laughs> I know Christian said the same thing. I think it's different. It's different, folks. Different. Stri- we both said different strokes for different folks. Yeah, because he likes Brendan Lee Mulligan's style DMing, and I'm slowly getting through Dimension Twenty because I'm not into that style of DMing. I like this approach because it's it's what DMs do. A tangent. <laughs> uh, what I like when Christian does it, whatever, pretty much any DM does, when they paint the scene, and me being the artist can instantly like get what the what their version of the city looks like, and the crowd and the people. So like my head never winter 
is like a fucking mixture of Westeros and Gotham City. And, and covered in fucking snow. In my head, when they, when we we keep on describing Neverwinter, and then when you hear when you hear Brandon Lee Mulligan when they do Fantasy High School, basically what he's describing is already right in front of you, so you can see it, which is good. And then they cut to like they could do cut shots to like the maps and stuff of where all the characters are from. That's fine. When I'm listening to when I do when I either listen to it on podcast form or watching on it. I like how Matt Mercer goes into detail. I know most people like he don't has to go through every minute detail, which is true. I feel it's more the players doing the minute details. I'm like they literally spent thirty minutes plotting and planning, and that shit fell apart instantly. That's what I love about D and D. You can plot and plan all you want. One roll, one roll will fuck your plan up. So I, love, yep. I love my Dungeons and Dragons. Even Matt Mercer was sitting there and he just broke. He was like, you sure you want to go? Even when, if the DM has to tell you, and I even saw, saw Brandon Lee Mulligan do this as well. Brandon Lee Mulligan do this as well. Like, you sure you want to go with that plan? If everyone collected, we go like, yeah. All right. Go ahead and roll. It was like they know full well you've been rolling shit all night. It's gonna take a miracle for that roll to hit a natural eight, a natural eighteen or a twenty to get you through this. Well, uh, that's why I love. Why well, that's why I like watching it. It's like seeing and then plus these voice actors. I know those voice actors, so seeing it, like seeing them actually, like it's like performance. Like it's like theater for me. Seeing voice actors use their skills to bring their characters to life. That's why I like Critical Role. And why I continue to watch it. But yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Now. Further on on the video game news. Apparently Square. I mean I Square. Microsoft and Bethesda are going to have an event in June. Um, so we're probably going to see more about Avowed. Um, what Obsidian's working on. We know Outer Worlds 2 is a couple more years away. So. I think a vow is going to be something we're going to see a lot more um, as we go forward. But we don't have a next-gen, well, a, it's now called current-generation console. So I tend to don't give a fuck if I don't have a PS5 or Xbox. So, yeah. um, what the more interesting thing that happened today. Warner Brothers, I mean, Montreal, showed off gameplay footage of Nightwing and Red Hood versus a bunch of... Random baddies. I doubt you're going to be playing those that exact same level. But they also, towards the end of the stream, said they scrapped their plans for the PS4 and Xbox One edition of Gotham Knights, and it's going to be exclusively for the PS5, Xbox Monolith or XX, and PC. Mm-hmm. Now, here's my theory. Now, Warner Brothers works with CD Projekt Red. They don't own them. They work with CD Projekt Red. Um, to not pull a cyberpunk, they was like, let's just scrap the plate. Let's just slap, scrap the last gen and just keep it for the next gen. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. Let's do that. 
And that's how we got what we got. Now, I'm... Am I mad? Yes and no. It makes sense for them to focus more on this now current gen, not the last generation. Then, for me, who this year, there has been no new video games that has caught my eye. Maybe Sifu, but once again, don't have a PS5. There's like no games on the PS4 that recently released that I want to play. Like, I don't want to play Horizon. I don't want to play Elder Ring or any of these games. They don't seem interesting to me. I want to play Gotham Knights. It's interesting. We get to play a Batman game where we don't have to play as Batman. I get to be Batgirl if I want. No, I can't play. You need PS5. So, yeah, I'm a little... As a consumer, I'm annoyed. But legal, logistical-wise, I get it. And also, those out there who are bitching about Cyberpunk, yes, the game came out buggy as fuck. But that game is actually fun as fuck. Alright. Just give it a try. He told you twice that the game was five bucks on PSN. That was a deal. And that was back to being 25 bucks. So yeah, that's my two that's my two cents. <laughs> that's my two cents. Um, I was gonna say, like, it makes sense for Scrapping those two versions, but it also fucking sucks because there's not a lot of options for people to get the new gen mm-hmm. system yet. So it's like you kind of fucked them over. Like, I, again, I understand because they are two different systems. That are very similar but still different. I don't know. It's just. It's whatever. Yeah. It's going to be like five years before I play that game, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Because, like you said, is either the game and the console is unavailable to purchase or them stupidly not thinking, oh, the economy is so shit, no one can afford one. Even if there was one available. No. No, Fuck you. We don't care. We want money. But they also announced the... You know, I don't give a fuck about the collector's editions of Gotham Knights. I can't play it, so I don't give a fuck about it. If you want to know about what's what's coming with the Gotham Knights, go to Google. (laughs) Boom. Right there. You can go fuck itself. Um, I was gonna ask you. But I'm I'm gonna change the subject. <laughs> I'm getting angry thinking about it. Don't <laughs> um, get angry. Uh, um, Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Now it's just us two. I know things. Okay. You can. Krishna's not here. Even though he say, it says he's online, but he's not here. Go in on me. Let okay, let, so, uh, let the nerding out commence. So you are okay with spoilers then, or there's something like? Do you want to let me know what you like? Because I mean, I know 
about John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic and what happens to his death. I know about Anson Mount coming back and what happens to his death. Lashana uh, Lynch coming back. I was like, mm-hmm. holy shit. I even know you bring Haley Atwell, that beautiful, beautiful woman, to play Captain Carter. And, yeah. you, and you do what you did to her. And insult to injury. You signify it by showing blood on her shield. It to me, it sounds like Doctor Strange should have been a hard R. It okay. That scene was the most beautiful and goddamn majestic scene I have ever seen in a Marvel movie. Um, this movie is definitely the bloodiest and like the creepiest, scariest, um, Marvel movie yet so far. It's not like super bloody or super creepy because it is still a Marvel movie, mm-hmm. but Sam Raimi definitely like pushed the pushed the boundaries, edged that line and I think sometimes even stepped over what normally is considered okay in a in a Marvel project. But like okay. The squeal I did when I saw fucking um, uh, Maria and fucking Black Bolt in there, mm-hmm. just, I died. John Krasinski was great. Honestly, I don't really care if he plays Reed Richards. He was fine. Um but just it was more for me personally the confirmation of like the Fantastic Four, and um, was he a bearded Reed or clean shaven? He was. Oh. He was bearded. Oh, they were. He was. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, his outfit looked great. Fucking Black Bolt's outfit looked amazing. Um, what do you know about Xavier? He did what he did in X3, looking into the mind of Scar of Wanda, and he finds. I'm talking about like what he. Oh, what he's wearing. Yeah. He has the yellow, floating. Because they ripped him straight from the animated show. Everything: the tie, the suit, the chair, everything. His intro music was the fucking. That the theme song oh my God, to I the animated wait. show. I cannot wait to see this. I cannot fucking wait. It to see was, this. it was beautiful, and his um, his death was the most heartbreaking, obviously. Um, but I think my favorite thing is it's just it's so funny because everyone on that council, with the exception of Professor X were just the most um, cocky sons of bitches. Mm -hmm. And then it was just, again, so funny because they're, like, talking down to, like, this Doctor Strange and telling him about how, like, their Doctor Strange was a cocky son of a bitch. And I'm just like, you guys don't see this. How do you not? (laughs) Like, (laughs) it was just, I'm okay. Like... 
I honestly want more WandaVillain stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, because she was amazing. This was like, this was Elizabeth Olsen's like best performance, personally. Like, she just keeps like fucking nailing it home. And like, I think the first time in an MCU movie where I was just like, yeah, this bitch. Because like, her previous like movie MCU performances were fine. Like, they were fine. She didn't really have great material to work with. In her previous iterations, she was also very much a side character in all of those. And in this one, like the one thing I will say, this movie, despite being titled Doctor Strange, um, really should have been motherfucking Wanda, because it should have been her movie and not his, because Strange was just like there to chase stuff. Um. Hmm. Yeah. Like. So, two questions for you. Yeah. One, this is a callback. Was Agatha right? <sighs> um, I want to say yes and no. Uh, they do tie it very well with Wandavision. Mm-hmm. Um especially like after watching this movie and you kind of go back to watch that finale of WandaVision and that little stinger, you're like, oh shit, oh shit, fuck. Okay, like you get new context for the stinger where you're like, yeah, uh uh-huh, okay, I see what they did there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... And it's... I mean, it's not going to be the last time we see Wanda, but I'm just, I'm so excited for whatever happens next with Wanda. Strange, again, I don't really care. Like, I don't dislike him as a character. He's fine. Benedict Cumberbatch, he's fine. Um, I am very disappointed with how they handled... Um, America Chavez. No disrespect to the actress at all. Just me personally. I fucking love America Chavez because obviously, like, there's not a lot of uh, um, Latinx uh, representation Mm -hmm. in the MCU. Um, let alone a Latina uh, superhero who is confident in who she is, her own powers, and just a fucking badass who, like, takes no shit. So it is disheartening and disappointing for Marvel to yet again show a massively powerful woman and turn her into a scared little girl who doesn't know how to use her own power oh, so and who has no confidence whatsoever. Basically a teenager. It's not, no, it's like not even that. So, I mean, that's a whole nother thing I have an issue with as I'm just like, Okay, again, representation is very important, so I do love, like, 
tiny little gay teenagers to look up and see her. But it's something that, again, they don't specifically address. They're like, oh, she has a pin on her jacket. Um, her moms are gay. But they change, they change her origin story. So instead of her moms um, sacrificing themselves to save, you know, their galaxy um, and, like, sort of showing America to be like, you're a BAMF! Be a fucking BAMF! Um, they make it be, like, America accidentally, that's how she comes to find her powers, and, like, shoots her, her moms into, like, some different fucking universe on accident. And so it's, like, Sylvie all over again, so basically. So she's like a little little girl jumping around universe to universe. So, um, so for what I'm getting, this is just my hypothesis. Instead of going full on adapting America Chavez, who she is, they just take trace elements and just like pretty much what they did to majority of the female Marvel heroes or like, if you want to say Hulk as well, by turning them, like turning them down a bit to be more on the more human um humanistic level for people who don't know these characters it's like like can i you... can't yeah i can't help but feel that it's a uh strictly a woman problem okay. in the mcu okay. with their you know um women superheroes uh with maybe the exception of captain marvel um but like wanda her first introduction to the mcu um after she had already like helped take down and really like heavily wound the avengers there's a whole fucking scene between her and Hawkeye where she's like crying and being like, I don't think I can do this. I don't fucking think I can do this. And Hawkeye's like, yeah, I have an arrow. It's weird. None of this makes sense. You can do this. And then like later on, fucking Vision has to come save her from a falling boat. Like, yeah. Like just my, uh, <laughs> my brother, he saw it. And the first thing he said coming in the house, Hawkeye ain't shit. I'm like, what, what? He's like, all this time running around, helping out Kate. He ain't do a goddamn thing for Wanda. I was like, oh. He's like, yeah, Hawkeye ain't shit. I was like, damn. Nobody did. That's the thing, like... I hate that they didn't even bring it up, but it's like they realized like they fucking bolted themselves into a corner um, um, where they're just like, oh, shit, we showed all this in WandaVision. Nobody came to fucking help her in her pain. Uh, nobody was there for her as a friend. She helped save the fucking universe and no one gave that bitch a fucking hug. Yeah. Like... I think she had to weep for fucking Tony Stark, the man that inadvertently killed her parents. <laughs> like, come on, come on. There is so much fucking 
emotional history trauma shit you can talk about with her and I'm fucking I'm here for it I want more of it because therapy is an ongoing issue it's not something you do once you do for six months and then you're like oh I feel better and I'm cured no it is a it is an ongoing more than likely forever kind of process because you're gonna have your ups and downs you're gonna slack back to shit like I just um I forgot who said this because they was it one of my one of my friends because they show me an article Elizabeth Olsen says she would love to be continue on the Scarlet Witch when the X-Men arrive and mm-hmm. I have I think it was my friend because she was the one who did not tell my brother's the one who told me the spoilers but she was like she could see Scarlet, I mean Scarlet Witch continuing on, which threw my Circuit Secret Wars bit theory out the fucking window, but it could still happen. So here's my here's my bit theory. Well, one last question before I go into my bit theory. Mm-hmm. Because of the amount of violence in here, and I know you finished Moon Knight, the amount of violence that they have shown in there, has Marvel finally shown they can actually do Deadpool justice? I think they can. So this movie, um, Multiverse of Madness, side note, really should just be called uh, a couple universe side trip. Um, <laughs> because literally the only multiverses you see is what you see in the commercial or the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it only really takes place in two universes. So like temper here multiverse hopping expectations um but it is very much a sam raimi movie and you can tell it's a sam raimi movie there are parts in there where you're like "Mm, this feels like marvel mandated nonsense okay um but overall it's very good i don't absolutely love it but i also do not absolutely hate it it's just it's there it's good it's enjoyable it's would have been a one and done, but one of my friends was very stupid and was slow to buy tickets. And so he's like, please go with me. And so I had to watch it twice because I hate going to theaters by myself. Um, I love going but, by myself when I want to go. <laughs> um, but one thing I will say that I do not like is the ending of the movie I thought was great. Like it was it was really good it was like you're like oh oh my god cliffhanger what and then it's just immediately undone by the mid-credits scene and then you're like okay so why even bother with that ending (laughs) that you chose because again it feels like the mid-credits scene is a marvel mandate like some things no. might need to change within Marvel's regime. Like Kevin Feige needs to go back to the drawing board, pretty much. I mean, I like where they're heading because they are at least trying new things. But yeah, I just I think they really got to learn that like they have to they do have to adapt, so they can't keep kind of doing the same stuff. Though I will say that last end credits scene is great 
just for how dumb it is. I fucking loved it. Like, fantastic touch. Wonderful. Um, but even with, like, so with Moon Knight, overall, I, I liked Moon Knight. I wasn't in love with it. Oscar Isaac was the best part of the show. Um, to me, it felt like it didn't need to be six episodes, but, like, the fifth episode was the best one. And that's, again, another running theme of the Marvel TV shows, where the penultimate episode, second to last episode, is kind of always the best one. And then the last episode is sort of just like, eh, it's fine. Like, mm, Falcon and the Soldier had me, had me fist pumping in here like, yeah! But that's just me. And that's fine. Like, but I did hear like Moon Knight ended abruptly, just like boom, done. That's what I've been hearing. It is pretty quick, but I also do like how it ended. Um, because again, it's that thing where it like brings in context of earlier things. You picking up the clues throughout the show, yada yada, whatever payoff. Um, I do want to see more from it because, again, Oscar Isaac was great. He was so great with, like, Stephen and Mark. Um, F. Murray Abraham as Khonshu just is everything. Um, and I liked that they just, they showcased the gods as imperfect, shady motherfuckers. How they were... In history, like nobody in ancient Egypt pretended that the gods were like fucking perfect, all powerful beings. They were like ancient Greece, ancient Rome, all these ancient religions, like knew gods were like shady motherfuckers. Like they're like they're powerful, but like you also don't want to fucking like piss off this dude because he may like. I don't know, cut off your toes and make you eat them. You know, something like that. Okay. Well, hopefully we'll get Deadpool soon. And now, my theory. Oh, yeah, sorry. That was a long tangent. That is fine. Before your... That is fine. You give me all the... You give me all the... You touched on some things that adds on to this <laughs> theory. So... I seriously feel because Wanda's gonna pop up on I am Groot. I don't know by what capacity, but Elizabeth Olsen is <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen Scarlet Witch would be in I am Groot. Okay. That one get, gonna be animated or? I don't know. I I just like I didn't even really deep you can, you can deep dive to see if it's gonna be animated, but she's gonna pop up there. Okay. Um, we know Marvel has lost um. The director of oh my god, John Watts. Yes, for Fantastic Four, and they're looking for they're not. I heard they're not looking for a speedy replacement, but they're still like taking their time looking for a replacement for Fantastic Four um, mm -hmm. for John Watts. So it's like they're taking their and then Kevin Feige said before they started doing um, tours for Doctor Strange that they're currently planning on the planning stages for the rest of phase four going into phase five so i'm like ooh, all right 
because they always end off their phases with something big. Like when you look at mm-hmm. the Avengers films, like we know for sure there is not going to be another Avengers film. But I've been saying this since what if? I've been saying this for the longest. I think everything that's going on in the MCU will lead into Secret Wars. Which version of Secret Wars? I really don't know. That's the only thing. I Part of me feel like if Fantastic Four was out and it was Doctor Doom, you have that version of Secret Wars because Doom is magical based. He's not a fucking scientist. Every Fantastic Four movie keeps on showing him working with Wanda. Secret Wars hits around. Fantastic Four has to work with Fury and the um, other heroes to infiltrate Laveria to take down Doom and Scarlet Witch. That's one way. Then you have the one with the Beyonder. The reason why I feel is it might be the Beyonder for two, four, maybe four reasons. One, Shang-Chi's Ten Rings. Is that it's older than the planet itself. If I remember correctly, older than the planet itself and as old as the universe. And those rings has to come from somewhere. Two, what happened at the end of the Eternals? Especially the specific heroes in the Eternals. Which makes me believe, oh, Angelina Jolie will return. So, that's two. Three, Kamala Khan's powers and how it connects to the power of Cosmic as opposed to the Terrigen Mist. I think it's tied to Shang-Chi again. And then you have Scarlet Witch. She's OP'd right now. From what I'm hearing in Doc Strange, whipping his ass. And whatever happens, what happens? I think the Beyond, my theory, the Beyonder has Wanda. She has these reality-based shape-changing abilities. We didn't get it, and we got we got hints of it in WandaVision. What if that that was in, that pun was intended? What if the Beyonder is manipulate will manipulate Wanda, and because of her manipulation abilities? those manipulations, whatever happens in Secret Wars, will be permanent for the MCU. Like, they're really holding off Fantastic Four for Phase 5. They're holding off X-Men for Phase 5. For whatever, like, the Flanix could be the end game for Phase 5 for X-Men. Like, build that up. Or the Annihilation Wave. Like, if you want, if you really want to get rid of Guardians of the Galaxy, but that's a big theory for another day. So, my big theory Secret Wars, Wanda, and then the Beyonder is going to be the villains. And then Wanda will move over to the X Men so the X Men can deal with her. That's my theory. I mean, that's a solid theory. And also, within that big theory, Someone's going to get cast as Rogue real soon. I guarantee it. And in Secret Wars, on the villain side, if they're really going to do heroes versus villains, they're going to have a, a hooded person running around with the villains. Like, Who is this person? Going to have Brie Larson there. Boom. It's Rogue all this time. Takes Brie Larson's powers. Puts her in a coma. Which means they have to help save Captain Marvel in her third movie. But then Rogue will have her abilities for X-Men. That's just a wild theory right there. But the the, the Secret Wars theory is the solid one. That's what I think is going to happen. I mean, 
It's also a good theory. I would love if they uh, if they do that. But then I'm also like, okay, no diss to Mystique because I do love Mystique as a character. Mm-hmm. But at this point in time, I feel like she has become like the fucking Joker or like the <laughs> X-Men movies yes. where she's just there in everyone and they have gotten her character wrong in every fucking one of them. Like... My personal favorite is still Rebecca Romaine from the first one because at least she was a fucking bad bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. not a whiny bitch like Jennifer Lawrence. Like, again, no just to Jennifer Lawrence. It's just I'm critiquing the writers who wrote her character that way. Oh, right. Um, Watch Strange New Worlds, Rebecca Romaine. Mwah. Perfect. All right. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Um,. But yeah, if we can get just the whole beautiful, fucked up, wonderful story of Mystique and how long she has actually been alive, um, would be wonderful. Would Especially it... like, you know, how many times she's just like, lived as a man, because she's like, yeah, this is cool. Mm. Like, just, oh. She's so fucking fascinating. And Fox did her dirty. Like, again, I feel like I feel like the vast majority of the women characters, comic book movies, get the short end of the fucking stick. Yeah. What about um, Agatha Harkness? Didn't Agatha and Mystique work together? Um, oh, fuck. I think so. But like, like, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility to have Agatha manipulate Rogue instead of Mystique. Like she's like, I'm done with the fucking with damage. I mean, damage dumb little. It wouldn't, but her fuck with mutants would be good. Would be a good flip. But I feel like it's already kind of so close to the storyline that was happening in Wandavision. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like. So. What the- I don't know. I just know that I got to see that beautiful <clears throat> fucking X-Men animated series, Professor X, come to life <laughs> on the big screen. <laughs> and it was amazing. Like, that makes me hype. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse Man, this is just, it's a very fun movie. I do like it. It's just. There's bits that I didn't like. There's stuff that I was like, yeah, okay, this feels like, again, Marvel mandates. Um, but, like, the music was great. The fights were great. There's one fight in particular that I'm not going to spoil that is also not, like, Wanda just, like, wrecking shit. Like, the beautiful, majestic creature that she is. Um, but, yeah, there's, like, one fight at the end that's just... So fucking unique and so fun that it's just it's a great time. Okay. I can't it's, wait to watch it. it's it's fine. It's a fine movie. It's a fine good movie. It is not the best of the best, but it is certainly not the worst of the worst. So I'm I mainly want to see it for those cameos. 
like I I'm not a I was never a fan of Doctor Strange. And I was always questioning like, of all the Marvel characters. We get Doctor Strange. I'm like, okay, I fine, get it. I get it where they was going with like going forward, like I would have taken Fantastic Four over Doctor Strange, but at the time Fox still owned the fucking rights to Fantastic Four and, and Fan Force that came out right around almost not too like three, four years before the Infinity Saga, so it made sense for them not to directly make a Fantastic Four movie, so they had to make a Doctor Strange movie, but that's that's the point. But I mainly want to see, because I want to see, hearing the, it was Captain Carter, like, I want to see how she looks in real, in live fucking live action, like, I want to, I mean, I, I mainly want to see it just for those, those bits, and then, um, hearing about America Travis does kind of like, uh, like, fuck, that's, that sucks. <laughs> Like I and I do agree with you. I'm sorry. I tolerated it with Spider-Man. Like it makes sense for Miss Marvel and Haley. I'm oh, not Haley. Um, Haley Steinfeld is the right age for Kate Bishop, but America Chavez should have been at least in their like early to mid twenties. And in in her twenties, not a teen, a fucking teenager. Because again, it's like. And also, if you're a teenager listening to this, we're not shitting on you. We're we're really not. Yeah. We're shitting on superhero movies. Because, with so, it just, again, it comes across, like, performative, just performative, like, yeah. action, you know, um, where they're like, yes, look, she is, she is a lesbian, but, you know, she didn't actually say that. But we have her two moms. Uh, but, you know, she's a teenager, so we can't have her with a love interest, despite the fact that, like, they're okay with showing Peter Parker and MJ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, and it's... I'm, I'm sure I'm just projecting, you know, it's just her first show, but I'm just, I swear to God, if, like... You just fuck her up even more and like don't make her my snarky badass little fucking queen i'm gonna i'm gonna riot i'm gonna fucking riot okay i don't, I don't think they're gonna do that because you already have um kate bishop and um elena Bovlova as the two snarky ones if they really did a young if they went against saying they're not going to do an avengers movie but a young avengers movie Two out of the four Young Avengers. Two out. Of, I, I, the whole Young Avengers is snarky. What are you talking about? The Kate, only one that is quasi not snarky would be fucking Hulkling. But even then, that motherfucker I, snarks. Can I finish, please? I know well aware that the whole team is snarky as fuck. I have the first five issues. I'm talking about we're MCU wise. They're gonna be like, okay, we have the new Black Widow and Hawkeye. The snarky ones. More than likely, they're going to fit America Chavez as the one who is the most awkward superhero if it's not going to be Miss Marvel. That's what I'm trying to say. If this is going to be, if they're really going to go forward with it, like they're going to like man it up and like fuck it up, that's what they're more likely going to do. Like, okay, we have Hawkeye, the new Black Widow, America Chavez, and Miss Marvel. Who else can we throw in in that team to balance out the snark and the the, the wholesomeness? I, I, I did not see any issue 
with them balancing any of the snark in any of the Avengers movies. So I'm just going to politely disagree. Okay. I wonder if they're going to put in Kid Loki. Even if he's just... I mean, he's he's part of it. Like, I feel like that's why they introduced him in... Loki. Loki. <laughs> that's why they introduced... That's why they introduced fucking Wiccan in WandaVision. Um, Are we gonna I have... mean, well, both Wiccan and Speed, but obviously, like, before they got their, like, official team names. Um, Are they gonna actually put him in? That's the... That's the... They're setting him up, so I think it's going to happen. And since half the fucking team is gay, they can't skimp on the gay. Like, isn't I? You could correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't Hulk laying a scroll? Mm-hmm. No, not wait. No, 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 no. Am Shit. I getting? Am I getting confused with um the Runaways? Hold on, hold on. It's god damn it, it is I am going to have to look this up because it's pissing me off. Um <laughs> why are you looking that up? Um like screen no. Um Because yeah. um, I'm I I I, I mm. Uh, he was like Bo uh yeah, here we go. Yeah, he was Cree and Scroll. So he was like the king of like the two or prince of like the fucking two i think now he's king um i really need to get caught up on all the fucking new issues it's been years um oh his- but yeah he's he's crease he's cree and scroll so yes scroll um but like he's a but would it be biracial alien by species by Hmm. I'm gonna go with the Eugene term. He's a halfling. There you go. <laughs> like you see, you stumble. I'm like, you know what? Let's go. You used to use the D&D term. He's a halfling. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. Because I was always like wondering, like, what the fuck is he? Like, because I always assumed that he was a scroll, but then I'm then the mind kicked in runaways because one of them was a scroll. And I remember watching the show. I was like, "Oh yeah, they can't use that character because this is a TV show. You can't. They can't use a scroll in the Runaways." Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. That takes out that component of the show. I'm like, "Yeah." I tried to get into the Runaways. It just I couldn't. And I try. I tried to get into Cloak and Dagger. Also, couldn't. I, I just couldn't. Yeah. Like they're still on my like to watch list on um i think was it hulu is that where they're at yeah they're still on hulu okay i said because they don't have to be on disney plus they could do like technically yeah disney owns hulu so because most of it yeah i want i really do want to make a point like we're not shitting on teenagers just certain heroes who came out as adult heroes seeing them being aged down in movies is kind of like defeat the purpose of like uh, to me <laughs> yeah to me it was like i was introduced to cloak and dagger in school in elementary and there were two adults who both had in all intents and purposes drug problems and dealt with a lot of heavy shit and like growing up in inner city being introduced to cloak and dagger and reading that 
and then you go to the show and it's like i get it it's for teenagers of this time <laughs> but it's like i just can't get into it because it's not something that i can i know they try to make things for everyone to enjoy but just like this one's not hidden for me and like even my cousin who was younger to me he couldn't get into it so i was like that wasn't if it wasn't flying for the both of us that mean it missed mm-hmm. it missed us both yeah uh, um so yeah i haven't watched those but within like the continuity of just speaking of the mcu mm-hmm. um i just find it very interesting that they're introducing a lot of the quote-unquote young avengers but again it's like the only two well not only two but like so far like all the canonically gay ones they've introduced are all underage and i just find it interesting yeah just interesting you're showing your cards quite put my finger on the heteronormativity you want me to be blunt <laughs> no it's okay I don't mind <laughs> you know me I don't mind I mean you let loose they're homophobic I mean, come on they're too fucking scared they want the money if they showed if they it, look how long it took them to show two gay men on screen it took that, that fucking long for a superhero movie at that. It ain't gonna. Mm-hmm. It took them too long, but it's easy enough for a man. But you can't do it for a woman. Yeah. That is the representation people want to see. We're not seeing. Just, we want to see representation, and again, no hate to the actress, but again, like America Chavez, she is. Afro-Latina, <laughs> like she is, she is biracial, um, and we got a very light-skinned Latina. And again, like no hate and no like being like, oh my god, wow, represent like shit. Representation is still represent. Like she she did the best she could with the material she was given and i do not like i do not disparage her in any way shape or form i'm just saying i find it very interesting that america chavez afro latina like is played by just again a very light skinned latina and no hate like again this is not hating on the light skinned latinas i am a light skinned latina um but i'm just saying there's there are many shades of Latinx, 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 however you like saying it, mm-hmm. um, people out there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just that's it. <laughs> well, <laughs> Maybe keep, keep true to your goddamn source material. I will say, okay. say this for you, Vinny. Um, for a good portion, when you was talking about now, it hit to the point we got OBS fucked with us for a second. Oh no! This time it's OBS. It's not Discord. Discord for fucking once working. OBS for a quick second said it was not responding and it stopped for, <clears throat> for a second. So we, it was still it's within the hour. So 
We're at hour seven minutes, but in that hour six minutes, like fifty about thirty seconds of it was not recorded. There's somewhere in there. So a blank spot. So your point was made when it finally like when it finally kicked in. The point was made and all that is there. So I'm just letting you know for full context, even for you listeners who's listening to this. Everything that was recorded was the point was made. It didn't and it didn't start back up when she's at light skin. So just full context. Okay. You, you, so you just reiterate my point. Yes. Um, no hate to light skinned Latinx people. Um, I'm just saying, um, as Merrick Chavez is Afro Latina, would have been nice to actually have Afro Latina. Um, but it does bring up the conversation like it was last year. Um, as much as everyone loves Zazie Beats, when you look at the character that she played in, um, God damn it, <laughs> that Western movie that came out last um, um, last year, the actual woman that she played is dark skinned and more mm-hmm. heavy set. And the, mm-hmm. the cast, like Zazie Beats, who is of, she is of African descent, but she's light skinned. So there, yeah. there was a lot of conversation on that. Um, also with um oh my god what's her name um gamora actress zoe saldana thank you fuck i don't know why i was blanking on that um when she played um oh nina um, simone yes oh and they like they literally did put her in blackface (laughs) like it's is it like I remember she went. It's it's again. It's a weird thing where you're like, does this still count as blackface? But it kind of feels like it. Yeah, like I, I remember her going like radio silent for like maybe a year or two before she got on Guardians. Mm-hmm. Like I think even she was aware. Like oh, I fucked up. Yeah, that was that was not a good call for many people. Um, like they could have got um, Cynthia Arrivio, uh Viola Davis. They could have gotten, gotten so many other people. There are so many, so 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 many unknown actors and actresses out there doing their best fucking job they can to put themselves out there to be discovered. Like just. So many, um, the so act- many fucking people. The actress who she's more of a Broadway actress. She won the Oscar. Was it the Tony? Was not uh, was the Golden Globe or Oscar? She won for uh, playing Anita Simone. Um, I'm a, oh my god, Ella Fitzgerald. Was it Ella Fitzgerald? Two years ago, that movie on her life because um, it had dude from um. Moon, moonlight in it, Trevante Rhodes in it. Oh my God! Ella Fitzgerald. Am I even getting? I don't it? remember. A. Let me keep the audience going. Let me. Yeah, I mean Ella Fitzgerald, icon. Like, if there was a movie about her, I would have wanted to watch it because, um, her fucking voice is literally timeless um and if you fair listeners out there have not listened to her please do yourself a favor and 
go put on some Ella Fitzgerald, because, God, she has a powerhouse of a voice, and um, she will make you feel all the feelings um, no, with so many of her songs. It was a documentary for mm. um, back in 2019. Oh. So I feel like I know there was... Um, Probably, I feel like there was one. Like, I want to say Rita Ora, but I don't think it was Rita Ora. But there was, um, Billy Holiday. Yes. The state. Another versus, great singer. The state versus Billy Holiday. The act. The actress who played her was Andra Day, unknown, mainly a stage actress um, and singer. Oh yes, yes. Oh my god, why didn't I even think about that? Because I like I had pictured her in my head because she did like a performance where she was singing with like the um chains on her mm-hmm. wrists and I was like, God, she's so good. Um So that's what I was yeah, she's about. great. That's yeah. what I was like, what the fuck now? Like I know there was a movie out there, it was like, and I even fucking saw it because it's on Hulu. I'm remembering this now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was always more like interested in this story. Uh, and plus, what is this brother doing, Travante? What are you doing, bro? Like, I don't see nothing else in your IMDb, man. Travante Rhodes? Is that yeah. his name? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I'm rooting for him to be Green Lantern. All right, I'm still rooting for the brother. Um. I mean, you know, he he made it to the Predator. He was one of the best parts of that movie. His death pissed me off. He, yeah. You could, uh, you could have like let him live towards the end of the fucking movie. Like he, he like him and Boyd Holbrook together mm-hmm. were great. Like buck the trend in these Predator movies. Let two people live. I. Uh, still think they made the mistake of making Boyd Holbrook the Hero. star of that movie. Um, I thought because he is a very hit or miss for me. He was really good in that, what was that Netflix like moon movie? Like the time travel-y trippy one where he's like chasing this murderer through time like he's he's aging in years but like every time he sees this person they're still the same age oh i need to see this i haven't seen that movie um oh that sounds interesting i've seen something like i've seen the first shadow i've seen the first season of narcos with him in it shadow of the moon and shadow Mm. um he was good in logan as the villain (gasps) oh my god sorry i looked at Motherfucking Travante Rhodes is going to be playing Mike Tyson. What? In a TV series called Iron Mike. Oh, shit. Look at you do the goat. Go on with your bad self. Okay. Get it. Okay. Um, this is getting work. Okay. And then now I just have to look up. Uh, in the Shadow of the Moon. Yes. Okay. In the uh, Shadow of the Moon. All right. I'll, in I'll... the Shadow of the Moon. Um on netflix and it's um it's a solid 
time travel-y mystery movie. Okay, I'll add it to my letterbox list of movies I said I was going to watch in <laughs> this year, but I have not. I only watched one, and that was Ghostbusters. <laughs> my oh, mental and... list of things to watch is just out of control at this point now. So, What I like about Letterbox when you put the movies in, they'll tell you where it's being streamed on, which is very good than Google. Oh, yeah, because Google gets it wrong sometimes. Yeah. and it looks Even like... IMDb gets it wrong sometimes, and it pisses me off. So Letterboxd would be like, it will cost you this much on this service. And I'm like, fuck, I ain't got money for that <laughs> one, so you're just going to have to wait. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay. I like that's, what I, that's why I use Letterboxd. Cause it's like it lets you know, and, and there's actual genuine people who gives reviews. Some of my, some of the people I follow who are also on my Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook friends list. I, I'm sorry, your Star Wars opinion. We do not have the same views. I, I'm still comprehending how you can validate Kylo Ren and his actions in the sequel trilogy. It was not deserved. Um. It was not deserved. So I won't to not go into a rant. I'm going to praise Aldous Hodge. I was going to say, you're going to have to just save it for a ranking. Yeah, yeah, I'll save it. Aldous Hodge. Um, we, I even said it last week on the podcast. Green Lantern finally. Um, John Stewart finally has an animated movie. After so long from DC, he gets his own animated movie. But the voice sounds familiar, and we, me and Benny could not recognize who the fuck it is. During D&D, my brother was like, oh, this is why you, you, know, you could recognize the voice, but you couldn't get picture the face. Aldous Hodge, if you know the show Leverage, or the show he's currently doing with um, Kevin Bacon on Showtime. I forgot the name of that fucking show. Um, and he's also playing Hawkman in the, current, in the upcoming Black Adam movie. He'll be voicing Jon Stewart. Which is fucking cool. Nice. I was like, all right, I can see it. And he's like one of those type of actors, even if he's going to do a big budget movie, which he did, and we did the um, Invisible Man recently besides Black Adam. When mm. um, the creator of Leverage, when they did the reboot, well, it's a continuation of the series. He's like, yeah, I'll come back. That launched my career. He was like, he literally said, that launched my career. See, that's great. I appreciate when um, stars kind of like accept like the shit they had to do. Um, like I feel like Scarlett Johansson would like us to forget that she was in Eight Legged Freaks, but I will never. I totally forgot about that movie. I will never <laughs> forget that she was in that gloriously bad movie. For me, Home Alone three. <laughs> Home Alone 3, I was like, she played that asshole older sister in Home Alone 3. Mm. I mm -hmm. was like, wow. And then all of a sudden, you want to care about your little brother towards the end of the movie? You was giving him shit? Like, you can tell, like, certain movies, like you say, A League of Freaks in this one, she does not talk about. Like, okay, okay, Scar Jump. Yeah. We see you, but, uh. Like, again, I swear to god if i ever meet george clooney and he somehow graciously is like yes i will 
sign something for you. I am pulling out my DVD two-pack copy of fucking Horror High and Return of the Killer Tomatoes, both of which star baby George Clooney. I would love to see this. I would have been more bold. And- like, would you come back to Roseanne for an episode? <laughs> Roseanne ain't there. It's the Connors. She's not there anymore. It's just the Connors. So. Like, come on. Jackie needs that resolution, man. Give Jackie that resolution. Like, come back. Come on. <laughs> yes, people. I watched all of Roseanne. I haven't watched the Connors yet, but I have watched all of Roseanne. All the way to the end to that weird ass final season where they won the lotto, which I was like, eh, not that. Funny. And then he was dead, but like, it was all a dream. He what? Well, he had a heart attack and he survived, but then at the end, it was like, oh no, just kidding, he's dead. Because she was like, right, it was her coping mechanism to write this wonderful story because he had died from that heart attack, but then like, they just, I, I, I guess. I block it out. Change it with the reboot. <laughs> uh, have you seen Psych yet? I know you haven't seen Leverage. You should watch Leverage. It's really good. But have you seen Psych? I I've, haven't watched all the seasons of Leverage. I think I've watched like two or three seasons. Because I remember when it first came out, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Um, and I have been a diehard Psych fan since yeah. day one. Yeah. Okay. So you, you'll yeah. get my feeling. I've been re-watching, slowly re-watching Psych. <laughs> I have been begrudgingly have not hit season the final season yet because that reveal when mm-hmm. Juliet finds out about Sean. Yeah. Uh-huh. That uh-huh that hurts. I'm like Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So what I'm most upset about with Psych is um not being able to watch the last two movies they released. I know, that pisses me off, man. Because, like, I watched the Psych movie, and it was very enjoyable. Um, sadly, like, Lassiter wasn't in it that much, because at the time, I think the actor was, like, uh, recuperating from, like, a fucking stroke or something. Yeah. Um, and so, like, he was in it just, like, a little bit, but I was like, God damn, dude, you, like, you know you don't have to come back for this while you're recuperating from a stroke but like mad respect um but yeah so there's been like two movies that have released since and i think like you can only watch them on the fucking peacock channel now and i just refuse same i refuse like at least i can still watch psych on amazon prime but like that has to have a time limit nbc is gonna be like all right yeah y'all had it long enough give it give back to us so, I mean, like, I think that would be maybe one of the shows I might, like, fork over the bucks to get um, the DVD set, especially if it comes in, like, a cool, awesome, like, collector's edition pineapple. Yeah, because I, um, I have the first four seasons on DVD. It's also one, like, I can safely say... Um, is definitely a product of his time. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because I was like, I remember pulling out, I said audibly, come on, son. Yeah. What? I, I was mean, like, what? I was like, I said, come on, son. I was like, where are you getting and this? And it's just so funny, but the, 
the no homo jokes oh, and yeah, the um the DID trans episode was oh. Uh, oh. I was like rewatching that and I was like, oh fucking mid two thousands, god damn it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still it's still a very good show, everyone. Like nothing's perfect. Just like the IT crowd. There's some squick stuff. But overall, highly recommend. Definitely IT crowd, because I was laughing my ass off. I was watching the best clips of Matt Berry on YouTube. Oh. And it got to the uh, yes. <laughs> What killed me though, they went to the start of it where his father was at the table. They like, were making seventy billion billion. And then, um, excuse me, sir, um, the constables here, something about um, forgeries. Ah, okay, give them a moment. Yes. He yeets himself out the fucking window. I that fall- is I still fall- one of my favorite <laughs> gifts to use whenever I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> like, just step, step on out. But, okay, speaking of Matt Bray, have you... Been watching what we do in the shadows? I haven't started it yet. I will get to it. Dude. I will get to it. I will get to it. It's on the list. It's on the list. (laughs) I will get to it. I have um, listened to the Desert Sessions. uh, Josh Hom of Queens of the Stone Age. Matt Berry is on one of the records. I think is on volume three and four of Desert Sessions. Oh my god, okay. As, as one of the, um, I think, as a guitarist and a backup vocalist. Oh, that's fantastic. Like, I did not know he was a fucking musician. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, okay. Honestly, doesn't surprise me. Like, he just sort of has that look. Like, he has that nomad look. Like, he can just, like, just, just the simple look, long hair, beard, and he just fits in any fucking show. He would be, oh my god, he would be perfect as Frankie if they do, like, a Rocky Horror revival. Man. Ah, uh, we can go on and on. I think hour 20 we minutes. We can. Is, hour 20 minutes. Oh my god, yeah. We should probably, probably rein in the tangents. Okay. And the randomness. So, we'll wait till next week for for my pitch for you all. It's a, to tease you, a RPG horror action game mm, okay that is my pitch okay. for the table for next week excellent I'm already back. in i've been on a horror kick for the last week so we're gonna oh, so you've been doing those um what is it dark not dark passages dark um i went i went back to trick horror- trick. no fuck what the hell it's by the studio that did um until uh, dawn Dark, uh, dark, fuck. Dark visions. God damn it! I'm, I'm gonna Google. You keep talking. I'm gonna Google. I've been watching Trick or Treat over it, chapter one and two. I try to get through Dead Space, but like I said, I got to chapter eight, and that the physics in the game remind me why I hated playing Dead Space for that one section. Mm-hmm. But I still play mm-hmm. Dead Space. I started Dead Space 2. Got through the eye part. One go. Didn't have to restart. Swish. Elite gamer over here. 
And we have a little D and D one shot in a horror mansion, so the hard the hard kick kicked in. The Dark Pictures anthology series. So they have like The Man of Madon, House of Ashes. Um, the newer one that's coming out, I think, is like The Quarry, uh, which looks like uh, Friday the Thirteenth type horror game. Yeah, um, over one hundred and eighty-five endings. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, so like those games are a lot of fun. Justice Smith um, and um, what's his name, David Arquette. That's interesting. I might. Well, wait. It's, it's on PS Five, yeah. huh? Uh, no, it's also gonna be on the older ones, the four and uh, <coughs> Xbox One. I, I think my brothers have Until Dawn, so I'll probably play it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's like next month the quarry comes out. So like, I'm very excited. I don't want to am very excited about just because me and my friends play those ones and then scream at each other when we make like a bad decision or some bad shit happens and we're like, That's, why would you do that? It's great. That's why I can't. Great. I can't wait for your input on my video game pitch. It's like it's like Mario Party, but without like the death and murder. Even though there's death and murder in the games. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So until yeah. next week, thank you for listening to me and Benny ramble on. Um, yeah. And also, we will put in the description spoilers for Doctor Strange. Massive spoilers. Massive uh, spoilers. Please do avoid death and murder and uh, go to therapy. Yeah. Yep. And with that, remember SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Spot. God damn it. Apple <laughs> Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud. Just Google us that too. Bye. <laughs>